0: It's the Basketball Hall of Fame's Legends Podcast. I'm Kyle Belanger. Joining me this morning is a 2013 Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame enshrinee. She's coached for five decades and the only coach to win national titles at three different levels. She's the current UNC women's basketball coach. And just to prove that she beats anyone and anything in her way, she's also beaten cancer. She is, of course, Coach Sylvia Hatchell. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, it's my privilege to be here.
0: So, Coach, what stands out about your incredible career, above all the titles, the trophies, the honors, is just how hard you've worked every step of the way. And it all started when you were asked to coach a junior high school girls team uh, when you were fresh out of undergraduate school. Of course, we all know how it turned out, but looking back, was there ever any hesitation you had in that moment to take that team at that time at such a young age?
1: No, not at all. In fact, I jumped at the opportunity because I was in love with basketball. I was passionate about wanting to be a coach, and I thought, man, here's a tremendous opportunity. So, you know, each and every day, everything we do is about opportunities, and so I saw that as a great opportunity, and I was so excited.
0: And of course, almost immediately, grad school at the University of Tennessee happens, which lands you you want to talk about opportunities in position to take that JV job at the university of Tennessee at that point is, is a young Sylvia Hatchell thinking there's no way it can get any better than this. Or were you already dreaming of, (laughs) of, of even bigger because here you are climbing the ladder already.
1: Well, it was a tremendous opportunity again, to be at Tennessee, but to work with Pat summit. And, you know, it was like, it was, I was in the right place at the right time. The doors just kept opening. Uh, for opportunities, and especially at the time, I didn't realize that some of it was in fact now. male. But, you know, we were just same age, good buddies, you know, played basketball, and great friends. So, uh, you know, it, at the time, it was just, uh, you know, and now I look back and I'm thinking how special it really was. And, uh, you know, again, I'm just thankful for it to be in the right place at the right time.
0: Well, there, there are a couple of friendships I can imagine that have more wins behind them than you and Coach Summit. That is a pretty remarkable bond, for sure. <laughs> uh, then, of, then, of course, you move on to, to Florence, South Carolina, uh, actually a, a city that I've, that I've called home before, in Francis Marion College, uh, which is where the decades of dominance really begin. 272 wins against 80, losses, a pair of titles over 11 years. What made Francis Marion such a perfect fit for you
1: at that time? Well, it was a perfect fit because it was a new school. Um, You know, there weren't a lot of traditions already established with, you know, men or women's basketball. So, uh, and and at that time, the women were, basically because of the new school, the women were given the same situations and opportunities as the men. So, you know, that was a great thing in itself. Uh, All the facilities were new. And like I said, there were no traditions. Uh, You know, they were just eager and hungry. To, to get things established and get things started, so uh, you know it, it, it was it was the right place, the right time, and I, I had a lot of great kids, uh, you know, there a lot of local kids, but uh, you know, again, uh, you know, it, it was just the perfect situation.
0: And there's something about the way that Sylvia Hatchell and and approaches the game, that enthusiasm, that textbook enthusiasm, which I imagine. At that time in your life, makes the recruiting because Sylvia, you know, coach is not the coach Hatch- hatchel in terms of the resume that she is. Uh, you you really need to land the you need to land the players with the enthusiasm. Is that when recruiting really became part of the fun part for you?
1: Well, I've always enjoyed recruiting. Lots of people uh, do not enjoy recruiting, but you know, I'm a people person, and you know, I love uh, getting to know the kids. I love going into their homes. Uh, just just everything about recruiting. And- you know, I've been doing this a long time, uh, but the one thing that is not consistent is recruiting. You just never know when, where, why recruits do what they do. Uh, it just never makes any rhyme or reason. But I guess the uh, the uncertainty of recruiting is, is what makes it uh, fun and makes it a challenge each and every day. Because so, recruiting is a challenge, no doubt about that. <laughs> the
0: The pieces are constantly moving, aren't they?
1: Oh, they are. They are. And kids are changing. You know, the kids now, uh, I mean, they're still kids, but the influences they have, the people that are part of their lives, why they make decisions, it's just uh, constantly changing.
0: Now, of course, after 11 years at Francis Marion, uh, it was time for you to take yet another major step forward, that one to Chapel Hill and the Tar Heels. Can you recall that decision and the process leaving the place that you had developed essentially from the ground up for one of the game's true meccas?
1: Well, I'm from North Carolina, and I was a big Dean Smith, Smith fan ever since I was uh, a young child. I guess probably uh, 9, 10, 11 years old, uh, Coach Smith became the head coach at UNC. And, uh, you know, I've always – first of all, my favorite color is Carolina Blue. I tell people all the time, if God wasn't a Tar Heel, then why is Carolina Blue? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love the color, but I am from North Carolina. And Dean Smith and that style of play. Uh, so it was my dream
0: job. And then in 1994, you guided the Tar Heels to one of the most single most memorable title games in college basketball history, Charlotte Smith's buzzer-beating three-pointer to beat Louisiana Tech. Can you give me a sense of the way that that moment might have, I don't know, changed, changed the game for you? Did, in that moment when Charlotte Smith's buzzer-beater snaps the twine, I think we all had our lives changed a little bit. I can't imagine the way it sped things up for you, Coach.
1: Well, it definitely changed my life. That was a shot that uh, changed a lot of things. It, it changed women's basketball. Uh, we actually, after that shot, we went to the uh, three referees. Uh, so that, that shot did a lot for the game of basketball, but especially women's basketball. But you got to understand, three years before the shot went in and we won the championship, we were the last team in the ACC. I mean, when I took the job, uh, here at north carolina we we were not very good and it took me a little while to get things turned around and get things going in the right direction but you know we went from last in the league to a national championship in three years and i tell people that if i can do it you can do it you know you has got a, a lot of hard work perseverance just you know tremendous work ethic and um uh, you know and, and great things can happen for you
0: and a comfortable coach in your office because you're going to be sleeping there a lot right
1: well, you're
0: right about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, your international coaching experience is also incredible. You've won golds in the William Jones Cup in Taipei, uh, Olympics in Seoul, the FIBA World Championships in Moscow and the Goodwill Games there in Moscow, and the World University Games in Edmonton. How do those experiences inform the person and the coach that you are? And how are they different than maybe the domestic experiences? Well, first of
1: all, I love international basketball. I've had some tremendous experiences. And winning several gold medals, uh, the connections, the people, the coaches I've worked with—of course, Pat Summit, Vivian Stringer, Kay Yao—you uh, know, I, I Jill Hutchinson—I can go on and on and on. Uh, but uh, USA basketball, international basketball—it's it, just—it's a different world. But it really helped me as a coach uh, because of the up tempo, the fast break style. Uh, but just learning. What a great game it is and that it's not just a United States game. I mean, it's an international game, and there's a lot of great players throughout this whole world. And, uh, again, the opportunity to travel. I've been in 48 different countries, you know, coaching. uh, And it's just just been tremendous what uh, international and USA basketball has done. For me as a coach, but also for players. I've had lots of players that have played. And it's always made them better uh, players, but also better people.
0: And now, Coach, um, your most important battle uh, came in 2013 when you stepped away um, to fight and eventually defeat cancer. Um, I, I've watched your on-court speech so many times when you returned. And, and one of the things that really strikes me about your triumphant return to the court after that year away was when you had said something, and I'm paraphrasing here, that you had informed the ACC office when you returned that you were likely going to get a technical every game because you were so fired up to be back. I'm curious, I mean... I. <laughs> I love that moment. It really speaks to just the the, the, the fire in the belly of Coach Sylvia Hatchell. Can you talk to me about those those months, the, the journey through some of the darkest places, and then the eventual return to the court?
1: Well, you don't realize how much something is a part of you uh, until you don't have it anymore, and how passionate that you are. And whenever... You know, uh, of course, i just been inducted into the Nationals Hall of Fame. I had the number one recruiting class in the country. I just got my nine hundred win. You know, I was on top of the world, and then I was diagnosed with the worst kind of leukemia you could have, acute myeloid leukemia. And so, again, you don't realize how much you love something, how much how passionate you are or what a part of you it is until you don't have it anymore. So when I had a second chance and had an opportunity to get back into coaching, you know, I, I was like a... The first day of, of school, you know, I, I just like, you know, this is what I'm all about. This is me. This is what my passion is. And trust me, each and every day I take nothing for granted. And each and every day I let no one and nothing take my joy away. Uh, but it is the, the, the greatest game in the world. And I just, every day, I just want to do what I can to promote the game of basketball. And more than anything else, I want to be a great, positive influence on my players and help them become great people and be successful on the court and in their lives in general.
0: Finally, Coach, what does it mean for you to be working with the Hall of Fame at this stage in your life?
1: Uh, oh, well, you know, to be a part of the Naismith Hall of Fame, it just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, that is the ultimate for any coach, is to be a part of the Naismith. I mean, that is just says it all. I mean, it, it's like probably for a basketball coach, just the next best thing to being in heaven. Uh, You know, when you're there and all those great people that have been a part of the game and what they've done for so many athletes and for the game, uh, it's just awesome. It's just like you finally arrived. But once you've arrived, then you want to spread that. You want to share your legacy and and give back. I think the biggest thing about all those people in the Hall of Fame is that they are all givers. You know, and givers always gain. I mean, I have a shirt that says giver's game. And so the people in the Hall of Fame, even the administrators there, everyone, it's about giving and making this great game of basketball better. And so I just feel so honored to be a part of Naismith and to uh, have my picture up there with all those other great people. And, you know, again, I just feel so blessed each and every day to, uh, to have had these opportunities. But still to have those because I'm not done yet. I mean, I want to win some more championships and I feel like they need me now more than
0: ever. Good. She's a 2013 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame and She's coached for five decades, the only coach to win national titles at three different levels. And she's also a cancer survivor. Coach Sylvia Hatchell, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you. It's been my privilege.